0: What's up, guys? Jared here. Uh, before we jump into today's episode, I just want to remind you that we are doing our end of the year giving, where we ask you to partner alongside of us and help make a contribution so that we can continue the work of Dad's Hired. We only do this once a year. Try not to bombard you with a whole bunch of asks uh, to donate. I know that none of us are, you know, as young dads are in a position to to give tons of money. I totally get that, man. Um, but. If, if the ministry has impacted you and you feel like you can contribute something, again, I honestly, dude, whether it's a $1 dollar or a $100 or a $1,000, whatever you can give, it really does help us. And uh, this is kind of the time that it, it, we raise money for the whole next year, for 2021. And this is... How we get, do our dad tired conferences. We keep the costs really low on churches. We don't want to be a big burden to churches when we come in. Uh, this is how we scholarship guys to come to those conferences. We scholarship guys into our dad tired family leadership program. We kind of quietly meet needs as we see them pop up in our dad tired community. We try not to be all loud about that, but we, you know, as we see needs pop up, we try to help out with those. Um, we give you free resources. We're putting devotionals out on you version. Uh, we're just trying to do as much as we can to equip dads to lead their family well and so anyway i think you if you've been listening for a while you know that that's something we're passionate about so i want to give you an opportunity if god's laid on your heart to give to this uh it helps us a ton it helps keep us going but it also helps you it's tax deductible so you're able to write that off at the end of the year when you do your taxes as well so anyway I love you guys. I'm thankful that you'd even consider partnering with us. It really does change lives. Like, I I wish I could just read you email after email that I get uh, how guys' lives are changed for the sake of the gospel. So, we're doing the best that we can. And we're a small little organization, but we're trying to uh, advance the kingdom in big ways. So, if you feel led to partner with us, you can go to dadtire.com forward slash give and be part of that. I love you guys. Let's jump into today's episode. How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Dad Tired Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Lopes. Join me every Monday as we dive into what it looks like to be men who fall in love with Jesus and help our families do the same. You can learn more about our books, resources, conferences, and even online community by going to dadtired.com. Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Dad Tired Podcast. It's good to be with you. If you haven't jumped into our family leadership program, unfortunately, you missed our December cohort. uh, So you'll have to wait another month. That one has already filled up and registration has closed on that. But if you want to jump into the next one, we're going to start again in January. Start the new year, right, man? Taking your role as a family leader seriously. Go to dadtired.com forward slash lead, L-E-A-D, and you can jump into that program. Let me read you. Uh, I got a message today from a guy who's in our program. He was in our November cohort, and he sent me this message. He said, "This program has forced me to read the Bible every day, among all the other things. I can't tell you how many times I would read something in Proverbs, and literally, it would happen with my kids. God's speaking to me through the Pro. God is speaking to me through Proverbs. Man, I was telling my kids about kindness, and the next day I read about kindness is like honey, sweet for the soul and healthy for the body. Or I was talking to my kids about lying, and in Proverbs it says." God detests liars, but he delights in people that tell the truth. I know God did all of that, but it was honestly because of the dad our it was because of the family leadership program I was able to access it. I just wanted to say thank you again. Um, he went on to say some more, but uh, dude, you can read more testimonies when you go to dadtire.com forward slash lead about other guys who are talking about sometimes it's the videos that they're watching, sometimes it's getting into the word every day, sometimes it's the morning routine or the homework that they're doing with their wives or their kids. Uh, it kind of impacts guys in different ways, but I would love to have you part of it. I personally, you know, talk to you and walk you through that process when, once you're into the program. So go to dead com forward slash lead, jump into the, uh January one and you can you can jump into that. Before we jump into today's episode, I'm gonna talk about the end of 2020 here. Um but before we jump into that, I do want to thank my friends over at Blinkist for sponsoring today today's episode. These days it can be hard to find the time to sit down and to learn more. It's not easy when the likes of social media can be so addictive and time consuming. So you may think you don't have time to develop yourself, but there's an app I highly recommend. It's called Blinkist It's for everyone who cares about learning but doesn't have a lot of time. Blinkist takes the key ideas and insights from over 4,000 nonfiction bestsellers in more than 27 categories and condenses them down together in 15-minute text and audio explainers that help you understand more about the core ideas. I often will listen to Blinkist as I fall asleep or if I'm traveling Uh, I will download a bunch of Blinkist books and uh, listen to those. I can consume a lot of information in a very short amount of time. Two of my favorite books on Blinkist right now are Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker for All of Us Tired Dads and The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer which was a past, uh, he was a former dad tired guest on our show. Great book. One of my favorite books of this year right now, Blinkist has a special offer just for you. Our audience, go to Blinkist.com slash tired to start your free seven day trial and get 25% off a Blinkist premium membership. That's Blinkist spelled B L I N K I S T Blinkist.com slash tired to get 25% off and a free seven day trial Blinkist.com slash Tonight, uh, I made my family tacos. It's kind of a popular thing. I, I've talked a lot about this before on the podcast. That we we try to have as many people over as we can for dinner um, when we're allowed to, with COVID and all that stuff. But you know, before COVID, we were having people over for dinner quite a bit, and uh, we would my go to is to like make tacos. We call them Lopez tacos, which is kind of a joke. Um, probably going to get canceled for that. I'm probably not allowed to say things like that. But people always call me Lopez. My last name is Lopes. And so I just kind of made a joke that I just started calling them Lopez tacos. Anyway, that's not the point. Uh, The point is I made those tonight and we were all eating and uh, we got done eating. We cleared the plates and we just kind of move on with our evening routine. Everyone kind of scatters and does their own thing. People start getting ready for bed and start reading a book and all this stuff. So anyway, we're walking around. Everyone's kind of passing each other in the house doing their own thing. And probably 30 minutes, maybe 40 minutes have gone by. Uh, I've talked to people. I talked to my wife. I talked to my son. Uh, You know, they're kind of like looking at me and smiling and then we're like moving on. I can hear like laughing around the house and it's just, it feels like a totally normal night. And then, you know, right now as I'm recording this, my family's asleep. And so everyone goes to sleep and I go to brush my teeth before I come to record this podcast because I'm going to go straight to bed afterwards, hopefully. I I go to brush my teeth and I have just this giant piece of cilantro (laughs) just like plastered on. I look like a pirate. Like I just like, I'm a pirate. Maybe. I don't know why pirate. I'm missing a tooth. I don't know if pirates are missing teeth. I don't know why I thought of that. Uh, I'm mis It looks like I'm missing tooth because I have a giant piece of cilantro just like plastered on my front tooth. And I'm like, what the, how did I miss that for the last, you know, 40 minutes? How does nobody told me that? How did I not look into the mirror once? I think that's why they were laughing in the background because it was like joke on dad. Let's see how long he can go without noticing that he has this giant piece of cilantro on his tooth. And so, uh, anyway, as I was thinking about this podcast, it was ironic because I'm talking about. What what it looks like to just stop for a minute and remember like what God has done over the last year and sometimes man sometimes we move so fast that we actually miss things that are right in front of us and I, it's so funny that I was thinking about this for the last few weeks as I was thinking about this podcast and then I did something like that literally minutes ago where I'm just moving really really quickly and I and because I'm moving quickly I miss something that's literally on my face or in my mouth that's very obvious. But I, it, it took me like stopping and looking in the mirror to actually recognize what was going on. And dude, what's so weird to me, man, uh, is how you remember when COVID first hit, like it back in March and things started to like people. I remember I was sitting on the couch and I remember the NBA canceled their season. And before that, like pre that. Uh, I had been watching the news and kind of hearing about things and I was like, it's going to go away. I think we all kind of felt that like it's going to go away, you know, give it, give it a couple of weeks. This is all going to die down. And then I remember the NBA canceled their season. I was like, Oh, that's really big deal like they canceled they're canceling the whole season just because of this you know and and then it started to it just felt like once the sports started to cancel all their seasons all of a sudden like the floodgates were opened and and you realize like oh man this was a much bigger deal and we all kind of went into panic mode like you know toilet papers out everywhere and people are hoarding food i remember we lived on a really busy street at the time there was just zero traffic It was really weird because it it was like right outside this very, very busy street. Like our patio, it was terrible because you couldn't get any sleep. It was very loud. But you could go out in the patio and you could just watch this very, very busy street. And I remember just being silent. There were no cars. And there was this sense of like uncertainty and unknown and like a little bit of panic. Like, how am I going to be able to take care of my family? How do I take care of my family? I don't know how to battle this kind of this thing that I don't really know much about. Uh, And then that wore off like that, that sense of like kind of scared or panic wore off. And then what I remember feeling, and I I heard a lot of people talk about this, how we felt like we all kind of said. Well, this is going to be nice. Like, it'll be nice to have a slower pace. It'll be good to be with the family a little bit more. I even, I was asked to do a couple news segments on our local news about how to, you know, how to uh, maximize COVID times with your family, how to be a good dad during COVID. And I even talked about like, you know, I'm slowing down. It feels like a lot more slower pace. It's forced me to be more present with my kids. And everyone was kind of talking about this. And here I am, like you fast forward, I don't know, nine months from now or nine months from then. And I, to be honest with you, dude, I, COVID is still here. Like we're still in the middle of pandemic. It's still kind of a weird year. And yet I don't feel like things have actually slowed down. I mean, I think they did for a minute. um, But then they just kicked up like right back for somehow I'm, there's less to do. (laughs) And yet I still feel like I'm doing a lot and I'm really busy. And so the reason I say all of that is because I, I have this feeling that there are a lot of you guys, even as you're listening to this right now, you're probably thinking, Jared, like just stop rambling because I've got 15 other things to do today. Like get to the point of what you're trying to, you're going to be talking about today. Uh, And you probably feel a little bit behind, whether it's at work or at the house or with your kids or holiday season or whatever you're trying to tackle. You just feel a little bit behind. And even in the midst of a season where there's technically less to do, you probably feel, overwhelmed still and you probably feel really busy i'm taking a guess but just on the people that i've talked to and some of my friends i don't think that we've actually slowed down even though the rest of the world kind of made it feel like we're going to be forced to slow down and so my challenge to you we only have two more podcasts of this year of 2020 so this one that you're listening to right now and then next week we're going to have uh, one more and then we're going to take the rest of the year off just so we can all be present with our families at the end of the year for the Christmas and the holidays. Um, And so as I just think through like the final thoughts, we've been doing a podcast every week. We missed this last week for Thanksgiving, but other than that, man, we've, we've done one every single week and we've been running at like a really hard pace. And that's me personally, but I know you've been running at really hard pace. But as I was thinking through, okay, I've got two more podcasts of 2020, which is just the weirdest year I've ever lived. And it's probably the weirdest year you've ever lived. uh, If I, if I only have two podcasts left, like what do I say to kind of summarize or more importantly, as I was praying, God, what would you want to say to me? What would you want to say to us uh, at the end of 2020? Uh, And this is what I felt pressed to. And I've talked about this before in years past, but I feel it more deeply now than I've ever felt in any other year of my life. And I just, again, feel this pressing to like, before you move one day into 2021, Just slow down, dude. Just slow down because you might have a giant piece of cilantro in your teeth. And if you don't stop and look, you're going to miss something really obvious. Hopefully it's better than a piece of cilantro stuck to your teeth. But the point is there may be something really big, dude, that like... God is trying to show you that you might miss if you move too fast. Remember the story in Joshua. Joshua had just taken over from Moses. We all kind of know Moses' story. He was leading the people out of the promised land, and then he died, and he he passes on the baton to a young new leader, Joshua and Joshua is now moving the people and God is saying, okay, I'm not, I wasn't just with Moses. I'm also with you. And then they get in a very similar situation that Moses got to where they get to this body of water and they're not able to cross it. They're a massive group of people, thousands of people, and they're going to try to cross this body of water and and they can't. And they're supposed to be moving to this promised land, the land that God promised them, but they can't get through because of this massive body of water. And so God promises them, he says, hey, I'm going to take care of it. I've been taking care of you guys for years. I'm going to take care of it. No worries. Uh, This is Jared's translation, you know, but I'm going to take care of it for you. I will part the sea and you can walk through. This is, you know, We saw the very same thing happen, very similar thing happened with Moses back when Moses started this journey. And now it's happening to Joshua. And God again says, I'm going to take care of you. So God does the miraculous stuff like he always does. He parts the waters just as he promised he would. And now they're ready to move on to the promised land that God had had for them. And yet in the middle of that, like right after that happened, God says this, and it's always, every time I read this story, man, I'm always just so taken back. I think it's so important. Listen to what he says. Joshua 4 verse 1 says this, when all the people had crossed the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, now choose 12 men, one from each tribe. Tell them, take 12 stones from the very place where the priests are standing in the middle of the Jordan, carry them out and pile them up at the place where you will camp tonight. So Joshua called together the 12 men he had chosen, one from each of the tribes of Israel. He told them, Go into the middle of the Jordan, in front of the ark of the Lord. Each of you must pick up one stone and carry it on your shoulder, 12 stones in all, one for each of the 12 tribes of Israel. We will use these stones to build a memorial. In the future, listen to this, in the future, your children will ask you, What do these stones mean? Then you can tell them, They remind us that the Jordan River stopped flowing when the Ark of the Lord's Covenant went across. These stones will stand as a memorial among the people of Israel forever. It's crazy, man, because God knew that he had been doing miracles for this group of people for a long time. And yet, God also knew, if I don't tell them to stop, they're probably going to forget. God had done something miraculous in their midst and they were ready to move on and God knew it. And so he said, before you move on, I want you to stop and build some kind of memorial so that every time you look at this or every time your kids pass in years to come and they say, what is this about? You can say, this is where God showed up and did something big. Hey guys, I just want to take a quick minute here and pause and thank my friends over at Samaritan Ministries for sponsoring today's podcast. As dads, we know that a medical need can hit our family at any time. So when life happens, there are over 280,000 Samaritan members who will care for you spiritually and financially when you have a medical need, all without the use of insurance. A broken bone, cancer, your wife shares the good news that she's pregnant. You have control over your healthcare choices. You can choose your doctor and treatment, which can include therapeutic massage and non conventional treatments. Your medical bills are sent to Samaritan Ministries. They help get you a fair price and then notify members who will pray for you and send you money to help pay for your shareable bills. Healthcare sharing is biblical. As members live out Galatians 6 to bear one another's burdens, so fulfill the law of Christ and it's affordable with a sharing program for different budgets. Samaritan members send a fixed amount every month directly to another member. The cost for a family of two or more ranges from $155 to $600 a month, depending on the program selected age and membership size. Samaritan members are Christians who agree to a common statement of faith and strive to live a healthy lifestyle. Their caring and knowledgeable staff is there to pray with you and guide you through every step of the sharing process. As a Samaritan member, you're going to find comfort and support that ministers to all the aspects of your family's health care needs, spiritual, emotional, Physical and financial. You can become a member at any time of the year, even today. Visit Samaritan dad tired to see which sharing program is right for you. So, we just bought a house. We ended up buying a house this year, and uh, we live on this private driveway with two other homes. And one of the homes uh, at the very end of the driveway is an older couple, elderly couple, and then the home in the middle is a widow. And then, uh, and then the first home is us. And, uh, so as we were coming down the driveway, this just happened this last week, as we were coming down the driveway, um, there were all, we have to set all of our garbage cans out, kind of pile them together at the end of the driveway so that the garbage man can pick them up. And, uh, as we were driving back into the driveway, I had my kids get out and I told them to grab the, all the trash cans and to bring them back into the house, up to the houses. And so they did they jumped out of the car and they grabbed all the trash cans one by one ran ran them up to the houses and then you know ran back and got the other ones and you know it's good exercise for them they're exhausted running all these trash cans but they just come right back into the house and they moved on you know back into their normal life routine and when they did that uh, I was already in the house I had you know started unpacking groceries and doing our own thing and so they're upstairs kind of playing around and I just felt this sense of like to use, I think it was the Holy Spirit just reminding me to use as many opportunities as I can to point my kids to Him, to Jesus. And so I just thought, all right, how can I use this as an opportunity to point my kids to Jesus? And so I I got my Bible out and I went upstairs and I they were playing, uh, they were playing on the drums and the piano. And I sat them down and I said, hey, you guys, come here. And I opened up the Bible and I was reading to them. I was actually reading from James, where James says, uh, he says, you know, you. Uh, those of you who think I'm going to, I'm going to paraphrase here, forgive me, but he basically says like, you think you're religious and yet you can't control your tongue. Your religion is worthless. Like it means nothing if you can't control your tongue. Even as I read that, I was like, Oh geez, that's convicting. Right? <laughs> so I read that to them. And then James goes on to say, he says, but religion that is pure in the eyes of your father. Again, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but he says religion that is pure in the eyes of your father is This to look after the orphans and the widows among you, which is a incredibly like we could do a whole podcast on that. It's an incredible message that James is saying. He's essentially saying, you know, you, you think you're so religious and you can't even control your tongue, like you have a sharp tongue. If you really want to be pure, if you really want to be pure and, and faultless in the eyes of God, take care of the orphans and widows. That's an incredibly powerful and convicting message. Uh, even as I'm talking about, it, I'm like, dang, dude, we need to like do a whole podcast on that. Cause it really is so powerful. But I read that to them because I was telling them, I was, I told them like, Hey, you guys, what you just did right now brought God, it brought God's heart so much joy. Like, and I know in your mind, you just ran and you took trash cans and you ran them to the house and now you've moved on. Like you're probably not even thinking about it anymore, but I want to remind you, like God is saying, like we're reading it right now in the book of James, God is saying that when we look after the orphans and the widows— that we are doing the will of the Father, that God sees us and it's pure, it's holy, it's righteous, it's pleasing. It brings God joy to do this. And I said, we have a widow or we have a neighbor who's a widow. And so even something as simple as helping her bring her trash cans in so she doesn't have to walk out in the cold uh, and you can do that for her. You are taking care of. You are looking after the widow among you. And by doing that, it brings God's heart joy. And the reason I wanted to do that, like, one, I feel like the Holy Spirit just, you know, reminded me, all right, Jared, don't just let an opportunity pass by, use this, because I could tell it was really impactful for them when we were talking about it. But also what I wanted to do is I I wanted to help them realize, like, man, if they just ran and they did the trash cans and they brought them up to the house and they went on with their life, they would totally miss that message. Like, they wouldn't even know that they just looked after an or a widow and uh, and they would have moved on with their life. And yet, because we took three minutes to open up God's word and to read that verse and then to talk about what it looks like to care for the vulnerable, the orphan, the widow among you, I have a good feeling that that moment, or at least the, the, uh, the heartbeat behind that moment, like the message behind that moment, is going to stick with them for a very long time, if not for life. And the only reason that that happened is because we stopped we like stopped normal life. We stopped them playing the drums. We stopped them playing piano. We took a pause and we looked back at it, something that they just did. And we said, remember what you just did. Look at how God is using you. And because of that, because we stopped and we made a moment of it, it became a big deal and it was implanted into their hearts. It's something that they will remember. It was a memorial, just like Joshua talked about. Build a memorial so that you'll always remember. I promise you, well, I can't promise you, I have a good feeling, uh, I would make bets that they will probably talk to their kids one day about what it looks like to care for the orphan and the widow because they took a moment to recognize that they are being used by God to care for the widow among them. And so here's my point in all of this. Uh, Dude, if, if you don't stop, man, if you don't stop just personally, if you just jump right into 2021, there's so, I think so many of us are just like, let's just get 2020 behind us. Let's move on to a fresh new year. Let's just like start fresh. But dude, if you, if you don't stop, man, if you don't just stop for a minute, you may miss something huge that God is trying to do in you right now. That would be my fear, man. I I, I have this fear that some of us would be in danger of missing something really important that God wants to teach us if we don't slow down long enough to look back and remember. Like, I just want you to catch that. I know I've been like going a lot. I've been saying a lot, kind of rambling, but I just, I want to stop for a minute and I wanted to say it again so that you catch it. Whatever you're doing, if you're mowing the lawn or you're at work or you're commuting or you're making deliveries, whatever you're doing, man, right now, like just... Hear me what I'm saying. There may be something huge that God wants to point out to you, something big that God wants to teach you, but you might miss it if you don't slow down and look back and remember. And so here's what I want to do. I don't want any of us to miss what God would want to be saying to us right now. I really believe that we always ask God, God, speak to us, show us, reveal. We're always looking for advice. The very fact that you're listening to this podcast, you're looking for something. And you're listening to this podcast and you probably have a hundred other ones that you're listening to and you go to the news and you'll talk to your friends and you'll watch TV and you'll listen to the radio and you'll do all these other things to look for advice and opinions and thoughts. But the truth is the one voice that actually matters is Jesus. He's the only one who knows how this story ends, man. It's the only voice that we should be going to. And yet we might miss what he wants to say to us. We're always like, speak, I need more wisdom. I need more uh, you know, insight or guidance or whatever. And the one who wants to give it to us, we may miss what he has to say to us because we're too busy to just stop for a minute, to slow down and to hear, God, what would you want to say to me now? Before I move a step into the promised land like Joshua, right? Before I move a step into 2021, I'm not saying 2021 is the promised land. I'm saying before God had Joshua move into the promised land in the same way, before we move into 2021, would we stop and remember, God, what do you want to teach us? What do you want us to remember? So here's what I want you to do, man. Uh, This is very, very practical. And I know most of you are going to listen to this and then just move on. You won't do it. But dude, for the very few of you that decide that you're actually going to put in this work, I think it's going to be tremendously helpful to your soul. Here's what I want you to do, man. I want you to sit down today before you forget about this podcast, because there's a million other things fighting for your attention. I want you to sit down today and I want you to write a three paragraph email to yourself. Just send yourself a three-paragraph email, and this is a memorial that you'll look back on, hopefully for years to come, and just remember God and remember what God's done. So three paragraphs, do it today. Email yourself so you have it always. In paragraph one, I want you to write this. I want you to just write what happened. Like, that's it. Just recap everything that was significant in 2020. Um, this might be therapeutic for you, dude. Like, I don't know, even though you can, for many of you guys, you can set COVID aside and you got some heavy other stuff that you're dealing with separations, divorce, sickness, pain, broken relationships, lost jobs. Like you got some heavy stuff, dude. So just the fact of just sitting down and just in paragraph one, recapping what happened, like just stop before you run away from it. Just stop and remember, dude, what the heck just happened? Uh, you know, I lost my job. My Someone got sick. I lost a parent. Um, COVID happened. I was super scared. Like whatever the thing is that you want to remember, just take a few minutes to re- allow the Spirit of God to bring up in your memory what happened over this last year. So that's paragraph one. Paragraph two, I want you to write down, how did you respond? So paragraph one, what happened? Paragraph two, how did you respond? Were you scared? Did you get super creative? Did it like get your creative juices flowing? Did you fall into sin, some old stuff that you had maybe not dealt with so much the years past, but because you found yourself maybe a little bit more bored or scared or insecure, you fell into some sin? Did you feel closer to God? Did you get like drawn closer to him or did you actually feel further away from him as a result? Like whatever it is, how did you respond? Just in paragraph two, be very honest. Dude, this is just an email for yourself. Just write out paragraph one, what happened? Paragraph two, how did you respond? And then paragraph three, where are you longing for God to change you next year? Before you step into 2021, like what do you just, God, I, I need you to come in and change this part of me. Um, and I purposely use the word longing there because not what God needs to change, not what you're like kind of hoping. What, not something that, you know, you need to get around to one day and God's not, you know, you know, he needs to touch it, but you don't really want him to like get into that area of your life. Not all that. Like, where are you longing? Like, God, I don't want to go another day. I certainly don't want to go another year without you changing this. God, change this in me, please come in. Maybe when we talked about this last week with Morgan, like maybe there's are certain areas of your life that have been saved and redeemed by Jesus. And yet there's are certain areas that do, they're far from God. And, uh, and you just need God. You're longing for God to come in and to redeem those things, to save them, to make them new. And so that's what paragraph three is. What are you longing for God to change in you this next year? What happened? Paragraph one, paragraph two, how did you respond? Paragraph three, where are you longing for God to show up? And may this be a memorial for you. I truly believe, man, God's going to honor it. Before you step into 2021, the fact that you would take the time to actually reflect, to re- to reflect back on what God has done, what's happened, to be introspective and self-reflective. I really, really, really believe God's going to honor it. So man, dude, if you do it, man, if you're like one of the few guys that actually you know, takes me up on this challenge and sits down and, and spends the time, shoot me an email. I'd love to hear how it went and, uh, how that was helpful for you as you do it. But anyway, I love you guys. We got one more episode next week and then we'll take the rest of the year off and be with the family and, and, uh, hopefully reflect and then dive into 2021. So I'll see you guys next week. I love you. I hope this was helpful. I'll see you next week. Later.